0: Hey, Laura, how you doing? Hey, I'm tired. Yeah, yeah, I can tell. You've got that smile that says, I'm generally content, but am baseline upset that I'm awake.
1: Yeah, yeah. I know that uh, smile well. Yeah, that's about it. And like, I have a little bit of a headache today. And like, I've watched mm, five hours of Grey's Anatomy, and I should really probably go outside, but it's starting to rain. Oh, no.
0: (laughs) You're gonna get you're gonna get that brain rot that you know yeah oh yeah you watch her play a single thing for too long. I've been playing a lot of Planet Coaster, which is the modern Ooh. roller coaster tycoon. Fun. So, uh, do you ever play Roller Coaster Tycoon or a similar game? Uh, I did not, but I know what it's, it is. Yeah, it's one of those games that you could just play for hours and not realize it. Very civilization style, and it's yeah. like, oh, just I'll just do this next thing. And yeah, three hours after that, my brain is like, you fucked up, and now, (laughs) like, that's it. You can't do anything else today. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was a mistake. I mean... I hope
0: you can break out of the Grey's Anatomy stupor.
1: Yeah, I do too, but, like, I gotta be honest, I don't see that happening today. Like, I think I'm just in it.
0: Yeah. I mean, hey, it's not like you really got anywhere to go. Yeah. So...
1: We do like taking walks in the afternoon, but it looks like it's really shitty out, and it's like kind of cold.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what it's been like here. Hence me yeah. having to grab socks at yeah. the start of our recording.
1: Which, like, why weren't you wearing socks before?
0: Because I took a shower, yeah. and uh, I, uh, I have a, uh, I think like all rational human beings, I have an aversion to wet sock. Yeah so it's
1: the worst when you step in wetness on like in the kitchen and you're just like i need to chop off my foot now that's literally like the immediate reaction is like i gotta get rid of the foot (laughs) every time i'm 31 and every time i'm just like get rid of it
0: (laughs) who is using that thing anyway (laughs) um Ah oh, heck, yeah. Sorry, I'm slightly distracted right now because of Star Trek things. Last night, uh, new episode of Star Trek Discovery came out. It was a good yeah. episode. I liked it. It was fun. But then we watched the Ready Room, and there's a clip from the next episode that has Ooh. a lot of canon implications. Okay. And I'm sitting here rewinding it like three times and screaming about it. And Rebecca's like, "Just, I just wanna, I just wanna turn the lights off. Please stop yelling at me." <laughs> so. So our mutual friend, Brian, who is as much a Trekkie as I am in all the bad ways, <laughs> uh, he and I have finally been able to discuss. And mm. I, it's, it's occupying a lot of my brain right now. So this is going to be a healthy exercise and yeah. not that.
1: Well, I'm also a little distracted because we are sleep training uh, this small one and that sucks. And uh, <laughs> so I tried putting her down for a nap and she's like not really having it. So I've been setting timers for every five minutes, and then when she stops crying, then you like reset the timers, and I constantly have timers going.
0: Oh, so it's it's even like even when the baby stops crying, you still have your phone crying at you <laughs> for attention.
1: <laughs> if I forget to turn it off, yes, it's kind of yeah. the
0: worst. <laughs> oh man. Um, but she just uh, stopped,
1: so I know that I have at least five minutes. Because if she starts l- crying right now. Cool. We're Shortest good.
0: episode ever. <laughs> um I had I think last time we talked I talked about how October was generally like real crappy and I felt like garbage the whole month. Uh November was a swift 180. Yeah. I have, I had a really nice month Yay. and it's mostly because I got so many toys. <laughs> um I have the iPhone 12 mini, I have two HomePods mini. Nice. Uh got a Roomba. My cats hate the Roomba. And uh, I still haven't I, had a video
1: of them interacting with it. And I They
0: really don't really that. interact with it so much as aggressively stare at it. As soon mm. as it turns on, they all run into the room and take up a position about three feet away right. Right. and just watch it. Beyond that, Jayla, the young one, she loses interest and fucks off. Hmm. Odo stays put eyeing it warily until it approaches him, and then he does that thing where he scampers backward. Yeah. And, like, his front legs are faster backwards yeah. moving than his back <laughs> legs, so he just scrunches up like an accordion until he explodes. <laughs> uh, and Poop just maintains a distance, the fixed distance, just like, I'm going to fucking get you, but she's never going to get you. Yeah. Um, and then there was the, the new console fiasco, which yeah, was— Yeah, we're still uh, trying to get a PS5. Yeah, um— Freaking, I ended up like before the launch of the Xbox Series X. I uh, like I went around googling a bunch of stuff, looking at like what's the best way to get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sony did a smart thing and said PS5s are not available in stores because of safety things. Right. I'm like, good on you, Sony, and Microsoft just kind of didn't say anything <laughs> after that. And we're like, R-r-r. we did not plan for that. We're not going <laughs> to do anything. Uh, most of the retailers stepped up and didn't let you buy it in store, yeah. except for uh, GameStop. So, I uh, that sounds about right. Yep i uh, I woke up at midnight to see if I could get one online. Sites crashed immediately, of course. Of course. So I woke up at four and I went to the mall. Uh, there were five in stock, and I was fourth in line. Whoa! So I walked out with an Xbox Series X on day one, and it's been uh, very delightful. Nice loading times are almost a thing of the past sounds great and that that's kind of nice
1: yeah
0: um have you seen the ps5 in person yet i have not i know a lot of people make a big deal about how large that thing is And the Xbox Series X surprised me, too. It's just as tall as the Xbox One X, but it's like a square. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's just like this extruded rectangle. Yeah. Uh, And when I saw that in person, I'm like, wow, that's pretty big. And I was like, I thought I had an understanding of the PS5 size relative to the Xbox Series X. Be prepared. It's a fucking behemoth. Is it really? Like, with how many people primed me for how big the PS5 is... I was still really shocked seeing huh. it in person like i still i saw it almost a month ago, and I kinda can't get over it um it's big like you'll like you'll be able to fit it somewhere, of course, but right. it is it it will shock you you will be surprised <laughs> at its at its size for sure interesting but um I don't know. Xbox has also added a bunch of shit to Game Pass for the first time. The hey, new Destiny nice. expansion is on hey, Game Pass, nice. so like I don't have to buy Destiny expansions anymore. Yay. Which is
1: great. That's exciting.
0: Um, and then I also got a bunch of new lights and uh, um that do colors because I never had the colors uh, hue light bulbs, and now I do. So I said it. Uh, <laughs> Rebecca was gone for most of Thanksgiving, and I told you about this, but um, she. She loves Christmas stuff, and I am ambivalent towards it. So while she was gone, I surprised her. I bought a tiny Christmas tree. I put up a bunch of Christmas lights, and I set the automation for my HomePods and my lights so that when she gets home, the HomePods start playing Christmas music, and the lights go red and green. That's cute. I, I don't know how much I told you about her reaction to it,
1: you didn't. Although we had a discussion about whether or not this was a romantic gesture,
0: we did. I still don't think I did it out of pure romance, but I concede that it was romantic, regardless of intention, <laughs> uh, which is a stupid thing for me to get fixated uh, on. But essentially, I uh, the way I said it up, the way our apartment works is you go up the stairs, like most places with stairs, and then you open the door, like most doors. But there's like. There, I set it up to be a three-stage reveal. I put a wreath on our door. Okay. So you walk up the stairs, you see the wreath. And I knew that was going to be like a... A
1: trigger, yeah.
0: Yeah, what's going on here? Right. That's a big red and green flag. And then once you open the door, you can see the lights, but they It's not really a vestibule, but the the the, the hall takes a sharp left angle. Mm-hmm. And I set up the tree just right so that you can't see it from the doorway. But as soon as you walk into the apartment, you can... So it was a three-stage reveal of wreath, lights, Christmas tree, in that order. I nice. actually walked in and out of my apartment like six or seven times to make sure I got all the angles right. Her reaction upon coming home, and she also came home like three days later than I expected, so I'm just sitting here with Christmas lights <laughs> like an asshole. <laughs> but then she comes in, and uh, what she said was when she saw the wreath on the door— She stopped and looked around because she thought she was in the wrong building. Wow. Because there was no way I would ever put a wreath on a door. Wow. She saw additional wreaths downstairs. Her first thought was, oh, are they giving out wreaths? And upon seeing mine, she says, no, I'm not even at my apartment. I'm in the wrong place. (laughs) This is so weird. Um, And then she opened the door and saw the lights. And I think it started to break, but she still stood there for a couple minutes going, Wait, what? <laughs> to the point where the automation I set up for the music and lights stopped and timed out because yeah. she took so long being confused. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it but accidentally romantic. It worked out pretty well. She's happy. Uh, nice. She's decorating on this stuff, and it wasn't even that bad for me because I did the decorating on Thanksgiving. So I just got to put that stuff up while listening to uh till death do us blart. Nice. So Great Pop. Uh yeah. And it's uh it's pretty good. I don't know. I've been having a good time. That's like the spark notes of my November. I don't know. Love I'm fun. uh doing okay and I'm feeling pretty pretty chill today. Pretty relaxed. I saw That's you great. uh rubbing your temples Is things getting any better over there.
1: Um she's currently tired. No, I just I have a headache. I woke up like I actually slept like six hours last night, which is really mm-hmm. nice. So it wasn't bad. And then <laughs> this morning was kind of funny. She woke up at five, which is pretty good. Cause she's been waking up at like four, 430 mm-hmm. past like four nights. So she woke up at five and fed for a little bit and then went back to sleep. So she was I was probably back in bed by like 530, mm-hmm. 545. And I fell back asleep and Charles had to get up for work at 645 is when his alarm goes off. And she started crying at like the same time, but it wasn't like mm-hmm. super awake crying. And so I was like, maybe she'll just go back to sleep. <laughs> um, so I stayed in the blankets, but Charles got really excited because he doesn't always get to see her in the morning before work. And so he like went into the nursery and like went to go say good morning to her and then came into the room as I was still in bed with her and was like, look what I found. I was like, oh, that's so cute. He's like, here, I have to get ready for bed. And just handed her to <laughs> me and I was like, wait, I'm not ready. <laughs> 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 oh,
0: that so, seems that seems aggressive. Yeah. I mean Oh, your your alarm didn't wake you up. Here's a kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Um and it was fine. Like he got to see her. That was really nice. Like we got to, you know, had breakfast with them whatever, but um but normally she'll she, she's been waking up the one time and then going back to bed, which is like pretty good um especially for her age like I think it's pretty common for them to still be waking up once or twice a night and she's sleeping yeah. like a solid eight hours straight, which is great. Mm. Um,
0: that is very good.
1: It's very good. Um, but she usually will go back to sleep and then sleep for like two hours. Like the other night she slept for an extra four hours, which was really great. She woke up at like 8.45, and then like usually it's like two and a half to three hours, but like mm. today was, she slept an hour and then woke back up and like it just wasn't, I don't know. So... I'm just feeling kind of tired today. And yeah. we're in the middle of, we decided that we were going to do, we're going to get a nanny for like six months to a year um, when I go back to work, which is yeah, shockingly about soon.
0: About that. Yeah, that's like at the end of this month.
1: Yeah, it is. Ugh. Um, so I'm in the middle of like interviewing nannies and trying to figure that out. I call, I've had like a million phone interviews and <sighs> I don't know. It's just a lot. It's a lot, and, like, it would be a lot no matter what, and it feels like a lot because of, like, I'm asking someone to come into my house four times a week. Yeah,
0: yeah, in in this day and age. Yeah. In this
1: day and age? In this day and age.
0: Um. So it's yeah. all weird, you know? I'm sure you guys have already figured out the finances of it, but I, I'm guessing paying a nanny four days a week Squares out to be less of a financial hit than you just not working.
1: Unfortunately, yes.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we've talked. I'll work to... on. I'll work on monetizing this podcast. I'll set up a Patreon. <laughs> hey, folks, let's keep Laura from having to go to work in COVID and let her have it. Let her advocate.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've definitely talked about it a lot, and like we could probably swing me staying home for a little bit if like we if it really. Mm -hmm. If we really wanted it to. Yeah. But I have to at least try to go back to work. Because, like, I don't know what it's like to go back to work with a kid, right? Like, I'm assuming it's going to be miserable Mm. for a little bit. But, like, maybe it really will be great because I don't see people, like, ever.
0: Do you... Because I have some other friends at Apple who have sort of shifted. I know you've always been uh you've never been like a customer facing employee you've always worked on internal stuff but is is there like a a work from home position that you would be qualified for with apple
1: uh i mean i'm sure if i really wanted to i could probably do at home advisor like i i am i qualified for it maybe not but like I've also worked I, at Apple for nine yeah, years no, or whatever. Like,
0: <laughs> If we're talking like a tier one, ha- ha- let me reset your password yeah. kind of thing, you are more than qualified. I'm sure you do that for lots of family and friends anyway, yeah. unpaid.
1: <laughs> I also do it for all of our employees. <laughs> what do you mean the passcode expired? I'm just going to change it to 0000. zero, zero, zero. It's going to be fine. I'm like, oh,
0: geez. that's nope. that that. That's oh, can you just reset the password for things. it?
1: I don't understand. How do I do that? Are you kidding me? What do you mean?
0: How do you do that? <laughs>
1: We you do customers all day long.
0: Yeah. Oh, I don't it's have an- any
1: resentment built up against any of my coworkers. <clears throat> I don't know what you're
0: talking about. Man, you seem so happy about going back.
1: <laughs> Man,
0: it, it's another one of those things that having worked at Apple, the largest company in the, in the world, and realizing how some things work, I'm like, oh, the world's kind of fucked, isn't it? <laughs> this is how. This is this is how the best people do it.
1: Oh uh, yeah.
0: That's not good.
1: Yeah. Yep. Well, that's humanity, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. There's definitely some thought, like you know, we've talked about. Do I go back and then go part time? And if I did that, I would have to change positions, and I don't really want to mm. do that. And then my hours are going to be even less stable because.
0: Yeah. You know, because that part time is part time. Yeah. Yeah. Time of year. I. Uh, I mean, I will say this, and it'd be worth talking to her directly. But like, even though Rebecca's kids do not live here like working from home has given her a lot more flexibility yeah uh in taking care of them and like the conversations i've had with her she's like i could never go back to an office like this gives me yeah the control so i, I don't know it's uh, i i'm i'm obviously not here to to try to run your life but <laughs> if if apple's going to offer it and i know like you're you're a veteran at this point you've worked with you've been at apple for what 2012 so over 2012. 8 years now yeah.
1: Yeah, I think what this November will be
0: was 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 like eight years. Oh, my God. So yeah. It's December. Laura.
1: Wow. It's December. I just it's totally December. skipped my Appleversary.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's fine. And, Time has no meaning. And now anyone listening to this knows that we use the word Appleversary and has even more reason to hate Apple. <laughs> uh, true. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so it's
1: been it's been eight years and it's been, you know.
0: Eight years since since we met. Yeah, eight years since we met. It's been a good eight um, years. Yeah. It's I don't know. The... There's also,
1: like, we've definitely talked about, you know, a lot of it is not just my my salary, right? It's also, yes. you know, we're on our health insurance, like, we're on my health insurance, like, yep. you know, 401k, all that stuff. And if I don't
0: work, yeah, then that, I don't get any that of that. That all definitely would take a hit. It's almost yeah. as though... I don't know. It's almost as though those kinds of things should not be tied to state of employment. Uh, I don't know that's just hot (laughs) take right there, but yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. I mean, I, it's obviously a tough transition period, just like logistically. Yeah. It seems like really impossible,
1: but we have, we're meeting two people in person next week. Mm -hmm. So we'll see how that goes. One of them. I really liked over the phone and I'm really Mm -hmm. hoping I like her in person see how she does um with the baby
0: are you gonna are you gonna like get them those big transparent inflatable human hamster balls yeah. and she has to somehow manage the baby like a bubble boy i don't know man yep
1: so no obviously we're not gonna get a bubble but like oh, the it. debate is <laughs> bubble baby if somebody's in our house four days a week like you're basically potting with them right like they are They're, like, in your...
0: Yeah, they're in your bubble. You guys now need to consider each other's living
1: habits. So, what we're trying to do is either, if they're comfortable getting tested once a week, because, like, me and Charles can both get tested once a week through work, Mm -hmm. um, have them test, temperature check, and not wear a mask inside. Mm -hmm. Obviously, like, hand washing as soon as you come in the house and throughout the day. Sure. Any symptoms, don't come in, all that. Um, Or, if you're not comfortable doing that, then all the other stuff but wear a mask and then get tested like you know more than not um but like once a month instead of once a week I don't know the whole thing seems really crazy also it seems super crazy because like I'm hiring somebody like I have to think about giving somebody paid time off and like vacation days and like sick time and there's like nanny taxes and it's just
0: (laughs) Nanny that's a real taxes.
1: thing no it's a real like it is a real, real I know. thing. and like I'm
0: laughing at my own ignorance um, wow I mean hey at least you know what it's like to manage people like that and at least the nanny won't need to reset her password every day <laughs> I should never tell them I work at Apple, huh? Oh, yeah, no, that would be, especially because you're going to have such a close familial, Mm -hmm. like, sort of connection with this person. They will not think twice before asking you for technical support.
1: Uh,
0: And you're a very, I don't know if you know this, Laura, you're like a very, like, kind, sweet, generous (laughs) person. And that sucks when you work for (laughs) Apple. (laughs) That sucks a lot.
1: Uh, one of my friends uh, asked if I could do a friends and family discount for her brother, so I did, which was like totally fine. I'm happy to do that. Yeah. Um, and so I was on the phone with him. I ended up being on the phone with him for 45 minutes, which was no. like way longer than I meant nope. to be.
0: Nope. No. But if he, they if they can't get it all to you in a text, that's yeah. no, that,
1: yeah, that's bad. That was partly <laughs> my mistake, but it was what it was. But he was like trying to ask questions about whether or not he wanted to get a computer or an iPad Pro. And I was like, dog,
0: that's a question you got to answer before you ask for the discount.
1: A hundred (laughs) percent. And like he had already like kind of decided he's like, but what do you think? And I was like, got to be totally honest with you. I haven't been at work since March. I do not know anything. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Like not only do I not remember anything because my brain has atrophied into babyland, but like every single product category refresh since I was gone, like I legitimately do not know what we sell right now.
0: Yeah, uh I honestly have been trying to keep up just out of my own curiosity, but yeah, once once you're fucking out of the loop, holy Oof, sh- it it is, moves fast. It it is it is kind of crazy how much you miss, isn't it? Yeah. Like uh-huh. I I really feel like I know nothing at this point, especially now that Big Sur um, runs on the ARM architecture, and ARM systems don't have, like, SMCs anymore. <laughs> I do not know how this next generation of Macs works <laughs> on, like, a very fundamental level. Yeah. And technically, that's what got me hired at my current job, is the fact that I know that. Yeah. So we're well, going to see. We're don't let see anyone how, listen to this podcast. <laughs> uh, I I mean, it's fine. I did find out that my uh my TV editing gig... um. I'm almost done working on the first season of the show I'm working on, but I guess season two production may start very soon.
1: Hey, nice. So there's a
0: good chance I'm just going to be rolling through on the next season. So as far as I know, this is going to be going for a while. That's awesome. Uh, And this might end up moving to something fairly stable sooner than I expected. That'd be great. Fingers crossed. I don't know. I'm working on it. I'm working hard. But um, luck. Especially it would be nice, though, if I got to do that, because then if I don't know all the things about a new Mac that comes out, I'm not a big idiot. I'm just a person.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, this goes back to something that I don't think we mentioned in the October episode, but I was trying to furiously write a sign or post a sign on the door that we have a sleeping baby, and please don't ring, and no candy, so please don't ring our doorbell for Halloween. Oh, no.
0: Oh, I didn't hear about how this went down. (laughs) No,
1: no yes you did remember we we so i was texting you because i made the joke i was like oh wow they really dumbed down pages for ios didn't they oh
0: okay i do remember you asking yeah you asking and you, that.
1: Were like, you were like you're like like iphone you're like i get plenty done with it and then you told me that like it was a really stupid thing you had to like hit the uh, like triple uh, dot button or something something really dumb yeah. where it like pulls up everything and then uh, my immediate response after that was <laughs> Huh, they really like dumbed down employees on maternity leave, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel, like, it just goes so fast.
0: Yeah, like, no, it, it really, when you're not uh, using it every day, you lose. Honestly, that's been, yeah. though I've had a lot of nice stuff come up this past month, like, that has been the issue I've identified in myself right now that I want to work on, which is, like, especially now, so much more stuff on Game Pass and the new Xbox, like, it's mm. it's it's the winter season, so... Gaming is big right now, yeah. And I'm working two jobs and I'm making three podcasts. And I, I ha- talk about like I'm
1: working two jobs, I'm making a ton of money, like blah blah. I was like, well, good for you. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm,
0: I am, I am in a safe spot. But it turns out working two jobs, making three podcasts, and staying up on games is all the time there is. Yeah. That's that is the math of the situation. Yeah. And I'm like sitting down trying to play these piano pieces that I that I really like and I'm like I just don't remember how to play them and I just yeah. don't have an hour to sit down and go through the sheet music and refresh myself. I have read one chapter of Dune in the last month and I love Whoa. that book. I love you gotta that book keep so reading. much I do. I'm going to miss like all my piano and reading goals. For good reasons, I've made a lot of progress in a lot of areas, but there is even like this little like brain game app that I would use every day, and I started using that again over the last couple days just to like, eh, whatever, it's fun, let me try it. And then I was like, holy fuck, I forgot math! Like I just I've been so folk- I do not
1: want to do a brain game thing. Yeah, right now. no, it'd it, be really bad. It would
0: be it would be pre- with how much you've rubbed your face in this in this particular recording out of sleepiness. Oh, I have a feeling yeah. that would feel like a personal attack, giving you it a it really problem. would. Yeah,
1: which by the way is also how I feel when we play Scrabble over text message. <laughs> But like the thing is, I'm doing it to myself. I feel like I'm just attacking myself every time I send you a word. Yeah, very <laughs> it's, disappointed. It's,
0: it's it's very masochistic. The 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 version, the game that we're playing too, is also pretty wild. Oh, their dictionary is absolute horseshit. They, yeah, no, they they have a lot of slang and abbreviations. Didn't you use the word bigly the other day? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Oh, I can't I'm still mad bu- about I, it. I can't I put that together just like as one of those things where you throw letters on the board as like a let me yeah. just see what clicks in my brain. And it was like bloop, that's a word. I was like, it probably wasn't even the best word I could have played, but I couldn't not, you know? You know,
1: I Googled that as soon as you sent it. I yeah. was like bigly can't possibly be a real it's word. It's a thing
0: people say. I don't know if it's a word. Um, it's, like,
1: a humorous thing. Like, it's not really...
0: Well, Trump says it seriously. It Maybe that's what happened to it. Well. Yep. But, like, no, that that game is also wild because the modifiers on the board change. Yeah, they change
1: every game, so, which I didn't realize for the first, like, four games, save. which should tell you a little bit about something, how I pay attention.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I, actually, I really like that. I like because it, it totally changes yeah. up the strategy and the structure of what I'm doing. But also... There are a lot... There's a board where there's, like, a lot of triple word tiles really close together. Yeah. (laughs) And it just gets... It gets so aggressive with how hard I'm staring at those triple words, like, I either need to get both of them or make them unusable for Laura. Yep. Yep. Uh, Oh. Speaking of language problems, fucking an hour of my morning was... So there's a... We have a, a, a Discord server for Dice Populi, um... Which is fun. We got a few dozen folks in there, and uh, it's it's been. Oh yeah, j-
1: Rachel was telling me about that. Yeah, Did yeah, she? yeah.
0: She's in it. Uh, she's a delight to have in there. As are most of the people until today. In this, in the, we have a self promo channel where people can just throw the things that uh you know like hey, this is the thing. Mm-hmm.
1: Excuse me. Yeah,
0: that's cute. We this is the I burped like four times. I should shut up. So <laughs> we should uh in the self promo channel I said like hey, there's a new episode of. Common Geeking program today. We did another briefing program. And then Ryan uh, recalled the episode where you, myself, and Ryan uh, called the Oscar Mayer Wiener hotline. Oh, my
1: God. That was my favorite episode. Yeah.
0: It's still one of the best memories I have of doing podcasts. But he plugged that in mentioning, like, about hot dogs and sandwiches. Yeah. That is still a very inflammatory thing to bring up. Because... It absolutely lit on fire one of the one of the chat rooms in that <laughs> server with people claiming like language is an objective thing, and this is the definition of sandwich. And I'm just like, let's break that down a little bit. And then in my in another server that I have that's just with friends of mine, a friend Austin on the Comic Geek program, he's going for his doctorate in philosophy. So he hmm. is not only very keyed into the concept of how concepts work,
1: (laughs) but is also
0: very adept at utilizing the toolkit that is the English language to express and interrogate those ideals. So I screenshotted some stuff that some people said. I just threw it in that server and I said... Austin, please tear this shit apart. And now that server is arguing the <laughs> distinction between hot dogs and tacos, which was oh, good. not the plan. So yep. uh, I was just trying to talk about a nice little podcast that you and I did a couple years ago, <laughs> and it burned down two of my Discord servers. <laughs> uh...
1: uh... People have too much time on their hands these days, huh? If,
0: yeah, it fucked up my morning because today is my day off, and I'd like—I was just about to get in the shower and shave. I cut my own hair this morning, and I think it worked Dang, out okay. Nice. And then um, I spent an hour on that. Yeah, and I—uh—why uh, did I fall yeah. for it again? Why did I fall yeah. for it again, <laughs> Laura? What's wrong with me?
1: No one can really, truly tell you that.
0: I want you to pop but, into the server for a second and say, like, I have a kid. You all are idiots. Why are you wasting your time on this? And then log <laughs> out of the server.
1: I think that would more end up being, like, I have a kid and I've watched 17 hours of Grey's Anatomy day <laughs> Help.
0: <laughs> oh, my God.
1: I'm, like, actually addicted to it. Also, every time something... I've been texting my friend a lot about it because she mm-hmm. is caught up. And, you know, obviously... When you watch Grey's Anatomy, you love to talk about Grey's Anatomy because it's just... We kicked you know. off
0: this episode with me. Yeah, I, I get yeah. it. I understand. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and so every time something like emotional happens in the show and I like feel attached to the characters or whatever, I'm like, help, I'm too invested. <laughs> <laughs> Which has happened surprisingly frequently because, you know. Yeah. Well, I know that that
0: show has run for roughly 284 seasons. Where are you in the in the yeah. show? Yeah.
1: So there are 16 current seasons. Mm -hmm. I started watching in the middle of season 14 a couple weeks ago, Mm -hmm. and I am just about to finish season 15.
0: Okay, that doesn't—that doesn't doesn't sound so bad. I I understand that today's been a particularly bad day. Yeah, but 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 there's like 24 episodes a season.
1: I started. It might not be a couple weeks ago. It might be like a week ago. I don't really
0: remember. My perception of TV seasons has been ruined by streaming services. I know, which don't do twenty-four episode seasons anymore. Wow! Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But also puts it in perspective. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry.
1: No, I was just about to repeat myself. (laughs) I'm about to finish season fifteen. That's all. Nothing, that's, nothing new. No new information. Nice. It's <laughs> Nothing it's, I need to keep saying.
0: <laughs> it's something I've thought about recently, because, like, you know, Next Gen, Deep Space Nine, and Voyager series and Star Trek each got seven seasons. And mm. people are talking about, like, I hope Discovery gets the full seven seasons. Alex Kurtzman has said that. I'm like, but hold up. These seasons are 13 episodes long. We should probably get 14 seasons. We got to pump those numbers up. let see yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. But, um... oh. I I, I did think mm -hmm.
1: it was, sorry, I was just thinking about uh, this most recent episode of (laughs) Disco that we watched and Mm. also one of the most recent episodes of Grey's Anatomy that I watched both dealt with pronouns.
0: Yeah, they got really, okay, so obvious, uh, I I think there were two scenes in particular where they really addressed the usage of they, them pronouns in the show. Mm. The one where uh, Adira corrected Stamets, I was like, that felt really cool. The way that they handled that, and then in the second one, and I th- this might be directorial, this might be a producer. It just sounded like uh, Stamets and Colbert after an school
1: special. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> it sounded like they were um, r- over enunciating the word "they." I understand mm-hmm. the point is to showcase its use in natural language, but it almost felt just like a text exercise, like in an English yeah. class. Where, like, they were really underlining the words they were saying. <laughs> and uh, I have no qualms with anything that happened except there was one delivery from Culber that was like, yeah, I guess that's not what they, like, really hit the v at the beginning. Yeah. And I'm like, you are a professional actor. You are excellent at diction. And you cranked up the volume to 11 on that one. <laughs> um but I I, yeah. I watched the Ready Room with it too and it was just it was the actors Blue Del Barrio and uh Ian Alexander, uh uh the non binary and trans uh performers yeah. in this season, uh discussing their time on Star Trek with Will Wheaton. And that was hey, nice. That was actually really nice and really fun yeah. uh, really fun to listen to. Um how did Gray's Anatomy, what was the what was the deal there? Uh,
1: you know, your standard mom and child were on a snowmobile going way too fast flipped five times Um, the mom ended up having several broken vertebrae that they tried to fix and then they were like oh no because her spinal cord swelled and turned her into a quadriplegic which she was unexpected and they were like we didn't know this was going to happen also several episodes later they discovered a radical stem cell treatment where they're going to inject stuff into her spine to regrow her and make it that so she only loses the use of her legs and she can use her arms again you know,
0: just the standard stuff. Yeah. See, most of that stuff as a premise was fine. The fact that you preceded it with the usual <laughs> is is one of the reasons I've neglected to 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 uh, review the show myself.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> no it's really great but they did the whole thing where like you know one of the old school doctors like couldn't you know he kept on saying she and the character was like i'm a i prefer they them and like yep. one of the young interns is like thank you for telling us about our, your pronouns and then the older doctor's like what it just sounds wrong to me yeah yep. you know
0: yeah I, and I, like i don't know it was fine but it just struck me that both in a row were just like what um what what I think uh, Discovery did that handled it well, and it reminds me of Shit's Creek a little bit, actually. What Discovery did that handled it well is, like, Adira, like, had difficulty saying, like, this is how I'd like you to address me. And yeah. then Stamets was just like, okay. And then yeah. no, no deal made of it. And I think that's why the way that the later scene was handled bugged me a little bit because they did such a good job of treating it like the normalized thing it should be. And, right, and then went really out of their way to be like, "Look how normal it is," and I'm, <laughs> I, just, I, feel like they sort of under undercut their own deft handling yeah. of it a little bit. But it reminds me of Shit's Creek. And I watched a behind the scenes thing. There's, it's, it's, um, like one of the main characters played by Dan Levy is, uh, he's either by or pan. I don't recall which. Um, but it was just like, even though it's kind of like this hick sort of town in Canada. It's just, like, it never really directly engaged with the idea of, like, homophobia, transphobia, all that sort of stuff. Mm. It, everyone was just kind of okay with it. Yeah. And on a surface level, you might say, like, well, that's not necessarily the reality. That underserves the actual struggles that are going on. But there was, there is such a refreshing thing about just, like, well, this is what it should be. What if we just made the right. show about right. that? ideal
1: instead of constantly like the struggle of it just be like this is what it could be
0: and like it pays lip service to it at times but there but by and large the the show is just like letting these characters exist in that space and holy cow your neck is the loudest thing i've heard in my life that Uh, felt incredible yeah no it sounded like i got i got like asmr tingles from that almost (laughs) could you Uh, make an asmr channel just about knuckle cracking i feel like you need a line of people with knuckles ready to crack i don't know
1: I feel like I could probably... Well, it depends on how long. If I just recorded every time I cracked my knuckles, neck, or back, then I could create a very long... My knuckles. my. Neck. It wouldn't be like a live channel, but I could do it. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: fair. <laughs> create a monthly compilation of Laura Knuckle yeah. tracks. Ah. <laughs> uh. Speaking of that, I've got to crack my back. My back has been yeah. so stiff the last few days.
1: Me too. I've been trying to do really? yoga. I, I, we Same. talked about this because we were doing Zoom yoga. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> you're
1: joking about me and my friend doing the weird positions. Um, and we've <laughs> kept on going with it, but definitely not as consistently. Mm-hmm. Like, Eleanor hasn't been napping as much. And, like, when she does, it's for a short amount of time, unless it isn't. And then I've been doing these nanny interviews and, like, trying to eat and doing all this stuff that, like, I don't know. Suddenly I have no time in the day.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, and so we have not been doing very well yeah. doing the yoga consistently, but I miss it and my body misses it.
0: It's weird. It's almost the, the opposite of what I was saying earlier. Like you don't use it, you lose it sort of thing. This is yeah. like you don't use it and other parts of you actively begin to fail. <laughs> <laughs> you lose the capability to be a human.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: That's unfortunate. Yeah,
1: it is. But on the other side, it's not all bad over here. Um, hey. We started feeding her solids, which is really fun. So we were giving nice. her a little bit of oat cereal, which because apparently rice cereal, which is very standard, has a ton of arsenic in it. So that's cool.
0: Wow, wow, um, wow, wow. Oh, yeah, wow. So
1: if you have kids and you're thinking about rice cereals, maybe don't. <laughs> um,
0: That's a yeah. cool thing to put in cereal
1: cool fact um so we were doing oat cereal which like also i haven't done a ton of research but now i'm like maybe they just put an all cereal what if i'm just feeding her a different kind of arsenic and it's just all about the rice cereal and then you panic and then you realize that you can't it just is what it is
0: you're gonna become an anti-vax mom for cereal
1: uh <laughs> why do they put all these chemicals in my cheerios well why do they put all the chemicals in the cheerios i don't need them
0: there's a slippery slope to radicalization laura look out
1: well don't worry she's almost fully vaccinated so. <laughs> okay cool <laughs> at least we're there yeah um but and by almost fully vaccinated i mean definitely i'm pretty sure they get vaccines up until they're like two so we're not even close because she's not six months old yet but here we are
0: (laughs) on schedule with the vaccination We are on schedule is that is that appropriate
1: um it is appropriate and it is true um anyway so she's really enjoying the cereal she thinks it's very fun to eat same um the first time she ate it she ate a bunch of it and then was like totally fine. And you know,
0: also same. I think
1: she spit up a little bit, but not like a total, like a normal amount. A total amount.
0: Total amount.
1: And then yesterday, <laughs> Charles was at work. I'm just gonna breeze past that. Yeah. uh Yesterday, Charles was at work and he was like, You gotta feed her the cereal today. And I was like, Okay, okay, I'll feed her the cereal. So I fed her the cereal, um held her upright for a little while. Like we hung out, and whatever. I put her down and she was like going through some giggles, which is also really great. She started laughing recently, nice. which is like literally the best sound in the entire universe. Um, And she giggled and then all of a sudden spit out all of her cereal and then looked at me and then continued giggling. And I was like, okay, well, at least you enjoyed that experience. Yeah.
0: I mean, uh, this doesn't seem like a hard left turn in my brain, but it probably is a little bit. I mean, everyone listening, feel free to get mad at me for comparing my cats to children. But um, cats, (laughs) cats throw up a lot, and it's like... Cleaning up cleaning up vomit. I, I assume if my cat could like laugh and look, look what I fucking did after a vomit, I would be a lot less upset about it. That would definitely improve the experience. But there's a weird thing that happens. And I, I noticed it a couple of years ago where my cats would throw up and, uh, and then uh, it would be gone. And I assumed like, oh, maybe Dominic got it or something or now Rebecca got it or something. Hmm. But then there was one day that I was home alone and Odo threw up. I was like, let me go get some paper towels. I went, I got some paper towels. I came back and it was gone. And he's just sitting there. Yep. And my cats eat their puke as soon as they throw it up. Which on one hand is extremely convenient. <laughs> and on the other hand, is extremely concerning. Yeah. Um I think. I think I would prefer to clean it up and have my cat laugh really hard at it. That sounds like a <laughs> better situation because I'm not walking away with just like an X-Files worry about like, what happened to it? Where did it go?
1: Maybe you're secretly living on a starship and they beam it away. Or
0: like Harry Potter style, they magic the poop out of themselves. Yes. Yeah. Harry Potter popped in my right. head earlier today and I don't know why, but I've seen half the movies and I hated all of the movies I've seen and everyone's telling me, "But you've only seen half, you should watch the rest." And I'm like, "In what fucking world is that appropriate?" <laughs> in what goddamn place yeah. do you say you're halfway through and you hate all of it? You should keep going." I just yeah. I don't.
1: I'm sure it comes from a place where like every every book and every movie gets more and more mature and more and more like dark you know yeah that's kind of what but, i expected <laughs> yeah
0: honestly
1: but if you hate it you hate it. i mean yeah you know,
0: don't keep watching i tried i would have time such for that I don't know, ap- uh, I don't know. <laughs> but um uh, back to vomit i guess i <laughs> i got <laughs> i do love harry potter but you know i, I know you do you i yeah. i feel every you're one of the people that whenever i reflect on how much i can't stand those movies uh, I'm like, I feel like I've really disappointed a core part of Laura. <laughs> and as close as our friendship is, like eventually we're going to bump up against that one horrible thing that I've done, which is say they're bad movies. And
1: I just like, I know that they're not great movies. Yeah. Like I don't like them for the quality of the movie. And but I don't know. I just, it's the same. I think you can understand this. Like when I was growing up, on midnight release of the Harry Potter books, like mm-hmm. my parents would get in line and they would get me a yeah. book and they'd bring it home, and like you know, we'd line up together and I would read the book all night, like I just have a very deep love for the whole yeah, for the whole series, like I don't care how good or bad it is, like I just love it,
0: yeah, that's fair. I mean, I'm a Star Trek fan, I have standards of quality <laughs>
1: <laughs> they're pretty low apparently um, yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of, I am super excited that greatest generation is going to be doing Voyager soon. I don't know why I'm so excited about it, but I just am.
0: I have mixed feelings. I really want them to get to Enterprise because, on the whole, I prefer Enterprise to Voyager. I know. I know. I, I, but
1: don't you think that it might be really fun to listen to them talk about
0: Voyager? I here's here's my worry is, and it was my worry with Deep Space Nine too. Is the first three seasons of Deep Space Nine are kind of boring, and I think with with Voyager. Voyager doesn't have the grow the beard moment the other shows Mm -hmm. have where it suddenly improves in quality. It's kind of like a crescendo. It's got great episodes throughout, but generally it just, it kind of improves as it goes along. But I still think on balance, if you just want to look at, shut the fuck up, Siri. (laughs) If I think on balance, if you look at like the number of bad Voyager episodes and how they're distributed, I think like it's very easy to make the case that it's one of the weaker series based on that metric alone. So when I think about Greatest Gen and Adam and Ben and their podcast reviewing the series, I am concerned that I'm – that there are going (laughs) – I'm concerned that the badness and the distribution of that badness in the show is going to come through Greatest Gen because some of the episodes are, like, laughably bad, like early TNG is laughably bad. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, my God, they thought those pants were a good idea. What is Janeway doing with her hair? Right. Why is everyone's motivation changing all the time? Those things, I think, are going to work, but there are a lot of episodes that are just kind of, like, flat and unimpressive, and, um... I don't think Greatest Jet is going to be bad because of it, but I'm not – I don't know. I'm not looking forward to it, and that's definitely colored by my distaste for the show.
1: I just think that they're going to make it funnier. I don't know. I
0: I really hope so. I think they can do it. I think they can do um,
1: it. Have a little faith. But, like,
0: I, of the heart. I generally think, I generally think though, like, their brand of Star Nothing's Trek comedy – be- i was really hoping you would just keep going <laughs> i i know i i just i wanted to listen to you do it for some reason um but that sounded weird the way i said it but the um the the, the way that 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 greatest gen kind of worked in the early days is because early tng where they started their review process was all bad mm. there was kind of a worry like uh-oh what happens when they get to good star trek is it still going to be funny right and i think the answer is Good Star Trek made that show better because it allowed them not to just dunk on it, but to have more involved conversations about what's going on. That's true. The more nuance and understanding something is, the more opportunities you have to fucking slam it for being a dumpster fire. That's right. <laughs> um,. So I don't know. I it, it'll also I think be interesting because Ben is a Voyager stan and Adam has is never very seen it. Resistant. Yeah, yeah, very resistant to watching it. So I think I like. I don't really have a doubt that they're going to do a good job, but I I don't know. I think early Voyager is messy and unremarkable enough. Excuse me, unremarkable enough to make me less interested. Um. I don't mean to be a party. I sound like such a party pooper. You really do. I hate how, I hate how much of a party pooper I sound like So stop like being right now. a
1: party pooper. Just be excited for something different. Okay. <laughs> it's that I'll easy. Do it. Just don't feel the way that you feel. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> oh, man. If only it was that easy, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. There yeah. are some really fucking great-ass episodes of Voyager, though. Um, timeless and, no, know. Yeah. Timeless is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. I, I was reading something that like after And spoiler alert for Disco But like uh, Ensign Tilly being the acting first officer
1: I got really excited but also was like This doesn't really make any sense And I still feel that way
0: I think Discovery more than any other Star Trek sh- Maybe not But Discovery at least as much as any other Star Trek show Falls into the pitfall of This is convenient for the character so rules be damned. Yeah, A lot of that going on this season why is, spoiler alert, again, Gabrielle Burnham part oh, of the Kuat Malat? That
1: didn't make any sense.
0: The We don't know enough about the Kuat Malat to make it make more or less sense, I think, yeah, because fair. they were just introduced earlier this year in Star Trek Picard, but it bumped me enough to just, like, I was excited to see the character, and then, yeah. like, we're going to, Michelle Paradise, we're going to come back to this <laughs> You got I hope some, we explanation. Get some Yeah,
1: I hope we get an explanation of like, oh, you know, it used to be only Romulan, but blah 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 or like, you know, That's I'm like a crazy time so... traveler and so they let me in. Like, you know what I mean?
0: They're they're such a freaking they're so strict about like it needs to be women only, completely disregarding the very gender conscious future they just established right. in the show. <laughs> but race is not a problem. Right. So let's arbitrarily throw up those barriers. But um, oh fuck, what was I even gonna say? Uh, T- Tilly being the the acting first officer as an ensign. Yeah, I saw a headline that was like this makes Harry Kim look even worse. Oh my because God. Inf- <laughs> Infamously, Harry Kim in Star Trek Voyager over seven years is an ensign the whole time. Yeah. Um, and I was like, he did not need Tilly to make him look worse. Yeah. Did, did you know that part of the reason his character never got promoted?
1: Oh my god, you literally just froze and I don't know the reason his character stayed? Okay, you're back. Wait, start again?
0: Okay. Did you know that one of the reasons Harry Kim, the character, never got promoted is because the actor, Garrett Wang, had a lot of like conflict with and outspoken criticism of the show's writing and production staff?
1: I did not know that.
0: Like, that was kind of a political thing to say, like, nah, your character is going to fucking stay in here. And when mm-hmm. it came time to be written, when it came to the end of season three and they were like, we need some fresh blood, we're going to write off a character and we're going to introduce Seven of Nine. Which yeah. Is a great decision. It was down to Harry Kim and Kes. Mm. But Harry Kim had just won, like, a sexiest man kind of award. So he was more wow. valuable to keep on the show than Kess because of that extra press around the actor. Huh. Weird
1: That's the decisions. politics of Voyager. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Voyager's, like all the Star Trek shows, has a very strange production through history? line of yeah. politics huh. in it, in its production. That like totally screwed up the first three seasons of Next Gen yeah. that really slowed down the 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 momentum of early deep space nine and it's just like i don't know man yeah it's (laughs) so when i saw a headline saying like this choice in star trek discovery makes this one character look like a piece of shit and i'm like (laughs) yeah that's because it it was shittily handled top to bottom yeah i don't know I I, I don't that just know. Seems I need like to, such I need a stupid way to
1: like kneecap your own show to be like, well, we don't like your politics, so fuck your character.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like especially as writers, your job is creative solutions. Right. I think where writing gets most interesting is when you're hit with a fucking curveball, and are like, well, let's let's lean into this shit. Yeah. And I think that's what made late late, late Deep Space Nine great, uh, and Voyager did do it for uh a lot in the later seasons when it was like you know Janeway being introspective Mm -hmm. about like well why did I do this why did I do that but that was also undercut by the fact that all the decisions she made in the first couple seasons of the show yeah were totally (laughs) against her own morals she had a very inconsistent characterization um god I need to not I just need to not talk about Voyager I have you have a lot of feelings Okay. I have a lot of feelings, Lord. Why do I have so many feelings about a show I don't like that much? Why do I have... Why do I have... Why? <laughs> I'm a mess. Uh, but, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Thinking about it now and and venting this stuff out of me does make me more excited to hear Adam and Ben talk about it on Greatest Gen because... Maybe they will feel the fire. Well, of I think my it'll be an interesting.
1: I think it'll be an interesting comparison for Ben having loved it and Adam never having seen it before. Like, I think that yeah. Adam's going to be able to bring that perspective that you have, being you know pretty objective about it. And I think that Ben is going to yeah. be like, but come on, you know what I mean? Like, I think that there's a chance yeah. for that, and that might be a really fun dynamic.
0: Yeah, um, I'm curious to see how a fairly neutral observer comes into Janeway because she's, I think she's she's not usually considered polarizing, but like there's a lot of people who hate her character and a lot of people who think she is like the epitome of Star Trek. Um, And a lot of the hate for her character is often rightfully pegged as an expression of sexism. Um, That is not why I don't like Janeway. Trust me on that. It's (laughs) not why I don't like Janeway, but um, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly interested. I, it's very hard to come across someone who runs into Jane Way as a neutral observer. The closest I came to was uh, taking Rebecca through the show, mm. and I helped her avoid the potholes and helped her just watch a lot of the fun stuff. But even she was like, she's all over the place. I don't get it. I don't get what's going on. Yeah. But um, I think that'll be fun. It, it It's also something we're seeing in disco, though, where Adam is not really on board the disco season three train, and Ben yeah. is. Yeah. Um, I don't know. This has gone much more Star Trek cast than I meant for it to be.
1: I mean, Star Trek is really fun. Would you like me to continue talking about Grey's Anatomy? I can do that.
0: Honestly, yeah.
1: Everyone has gotten a brain tumor. (laughs) (laughs) Like, legit, like, almost all of the main characters at some point suddenly discover they have a brain tumor. (laughs) It's really great.
0: (laughs) Sorry, that was was one of my favorite exchanges we've ever had. Um, Yeah. Man.
1: It's really a guilty... It's one of those shows that, like, I know how trash it is, but then sometimes Charles comes home from work and I'll be watching Grey's Anatomy and he's watching the surgeons, like, you know, do whatever they... And he literally, yesterday, was just like, surgeons literally never listen to patients' hearts with a stethoscope. That does not happen. And, like, of the smallest things to, like, pull out of it, like, that was... He was just like, that would literally never happen in the entire universe. And, like, the surgeons are, like, sitting in the beds and, like sitting up next to their patients patients, no they just they go into the operating room and they leave that's like pretty much it like yeah they have so little communication with them and like in the show it makes it seem like first of all the hospital is only surgery and also a maternity ward like it's very confusing like that's not how it works and like there's the chief of surgery who apparently runs the entire hospital but like that's also not how that works and like it's just there's so much it's so great i love it
0: yeah I still have to uh, Rebecca has sort of fallen off heart of Dixie and Ugh. like I'm scared to say those words out loud she has to you're finish it from- there's
1: only three seasons She's-
0: yeah god man I get like upset whenever I can't drown that show out <laughs> i um sorry it was okay um <laughs> well l- let me ask this uh does Charles have those reactions to show to a show like scrubs
1: scrubs is much more realistic
0: yes okay yeah. that's because i always hear that that it's like one of the most realistic depictions of you know what it is like to work yeah. in a hospital so
1: he watched scrubs like however long ago before we were together mm-hmm. and i watched scrubs you know forever ago and i don't really remember much of it but we did sit down to start to try to watch it when he was a resident and he literally was like i need to turn this off
0: yeah okay. like
1: could not watch an episode of scrubs he was like i literally can't do this and i was like okay
0: Okay. Well, then let me ask you, on a spectrum of Laura stay-at-home mom entertainment requirements, where do Scrubs and Grey's Anatomy fall relative to each other? I mean, you're not watching I'm Scrubs, not watching so Scrubs. I think <laughs> I know what the answer is. <laughs>
1: but well, I, like, I think part of it is that like I can dip in and out of Grey's Anatomy pretty easily. like. You know, Mm. I'll sit down and if I'm feeding Eleanor, like, I'll put on Grey's Anatomy and I'll watch it for a while. And then if I, like, get up and start playing with her on the floor, like, I'm not, like, disappointed that I missed something, right? Yeah. So, like, that's kind of my... that's fair. That's, like, how I choose my entertainment currently.
0: I guess what... Yeah, I guess what I'm trying to get at, and I did not phrase the questions properly, nor did I formulate it in my brain properly. Cool. Um, Is... What is the trash quotient of a show Mm. for it to clear the Laura's essential entertainment bar.
1: Trash is better right now. I'm I'm in like <laughs> give me your garbage. Give that is me what your I watch. Garbage. So, I like to say that I'm balancing that out with though like I am watching absolute garbage throughout the days. Mm-hmm. Like so when I'm watching TV, it's like usually pretty bad. Although I do carve mm-hmm. out time to like specifically watch new Star Trek as it comes out to like have yeah. that time. Um but I've also read 8 books in 5 months. So very good. And, like, they weren't trash books. They were actually good books that I've been enjoying very much. So, you know, I'm getting mm. a lot of different entertainment. And, like, it just, I don't know. It probably doesn't help. Like, my days are just sliding by, and it probably doesn't help that I'm just, like, accidentally watching 17 episodes of Grey's Anatomy, and, like, then <laughs> it literally feels like I didn't have a day. But, like, there's something kind of soothing about it, you know?
0: No, I feel that, yeah. for sure. I am a, a deep... There's a deep emptiness in my soul where Taskmaster used to be.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I really miss Taskmaster. And I'm not even finished with it, but I'm on the season where you have to, like, stream it from some weird thing on your phone, and it's not the same. Yeah,
0: I I, I watched that season, streamed it, then I found uh, there's a Google Drive folder that has them all up. Uh, Season 10 is currently airing, and I can't Mm -hmm. find it anywhere in the United States. Um, yeah. That's that's rough.
1: It's sad. I really loved Taskmaster.
0: It's so good yeah. because it, I think it, it scratches that trash itch <laughs> a little bit by being kind of pointless and nonsensical and full of yeah. equally pointless drama. It's not like making you a better person. <laughs> no, not at all. But I do find it to an extent legitimately enriching in a way. <laughs> Like, it doesn't feel like trash that a bunch of writers came up with in a room and said, uh, like, you know, we just min-maxed the amount of drama you could put into this script. It's, it, it is, I think the the fact that everybody screaming at each other and hating each other is real, <laughs> helps.
1: I think it's also really fascinating to watch people come up with solutions to problems, like, without any sort of framework. That's, like, I find that that's really it. entertaining.
0: It It, it takes... The drama of trash TV, like your Grey's Anatomies and your reality shows, and then puts them in a puzzle format. Mm. I don't know; it strikes a balance that I did not expect it to strike.
1: It's yeah, pretty great. Mm. Um, now we have actually been able to record for significantly longer than I was anticipating. Um, yeah.
0: Oh wow. Same. Look. Look at us being. Uh, and
1: I have to friends. choose my moments to do things like pee very carefully because um, otherwise I just have to leave my daughter screaming on the floor while I pee. And that's not pleasant. That,
0: that, 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 that sort of happened to me yesterday where I went to the bathroom and my phone for work rang and I had to uh, stop midstream Ooh. and run out of the bathroom. Uh, and then the phone stopped ringing. And I was like, well, I guess I'll finish peeing. <laughs> not great. Um, but, uh, I will uh, I w- I will, step out of your way and allow you to pee freely.
1: Why, thank you very much. I appreciate that. I'm also going to refill my water bottle because I drank a whole bottle of water while we were recording.
0: Well, everything's sort of fallen into place now, isn't it?
1: <laughs> As my dad always says when he's here, input, output.
0: <laughs> input, output. <laughs> uh,
1: okay. <laughs> um, but this was lovely. Right. I am glad we did it. Yeah. I have to say, like, there was like a... Non-insignificant portion of me today that when I told you that I wasn't sure what time I was going to be able to record was like I'm not fucking recording today. <laughs> I was like I'm just going to tell him I can't do it.
0: Yeah, no, I, uh, I, I'm that energy good. comes through in a little way yeah. where I'm just like, okay, maybe tomorrow. <laughs> just safety nets, Colin. <laughs> safety nets everywhere. Uh, but uh, no, this, this was legitimately very nice. Yeah, um, it was. It, uh, it, it, uh, it improves my mood as only. Uh, Gatekeeping your pee experience can do, I guess.
1: <laughs> oh my God! I just turned, and she was looking straight up at the camera. All right, I gotta go. I have to pee. <laughs> okay. Bye. All talk right. to, you talk soon. to you soon. <laughs> How You Doing is a Common Geeking Program production starring Laura Becker and Colin Ketchin with editing and original music by Colin. You can learn all about the show at the website podfriend.pizza. It has everything you need to listen and to learn about the Pod Friends themselves, and it's an easy place for new listeners to jump on board. If you enjoy the podcast, reviews and ratings are the best way to show it. Tell a friend, share your favorite episodes, and remember to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. We'll talk to you again the first Monday of every month, so be sure to stay in touch. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon.